Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello and welcome back. Ah, It is so great to be sitting here and recording. Today, we are on episode 129, What versus Why. So it has been a minute since I recorded. I did a bunch right before the holidays that kind of got us through the new year. And so now we are here in 2024. It is cold as all get out here in Bethesda, Maryland, where I am recording this. And we had so much snow last week. The kids were like never in school. So I am kind of behind, but I'm catching up. And one of the good things about sort of having downtime with the kids and inside is I was scrolling TikTok a little more than usual. And I came across this. I have like obviously like a lot of like self-help, like therapy content in my feed, which is always fun along with like makeup and cute dogs and other random sort of things. But I came across this sort of like philosopher kind of guy. And he was saying, making this point about what and why he didn't really put him together like that. He was talking more about the what, but it really caught my attention and really made me think of you brides out there and my listeners out there because you like myself, are the kind of people who are always sort of trying to be better, trying to figure out what our deal is, trying to figure out why we are the way we are, right? You're the type of person that like takes all the quizzes from Myers-Briggs to the Enneagram to human design, like all that stuff, like really trying to like hack your own brain and figure out how to really reach your potential while you're here, figure out what you're here for, all of that sort of deeper why level stuff. And if you've been here for a minute, you know that I am always passionate about my couples really diving into why they're doing what they're doing and getting that sort of underlying intentional why question really sort of locked in early on in the wedding process. Of course, you can do it at any point in the process, but it's great to do it early on if you think of it because it will help you from getting too far down the planning and the logistics and the what of it all, that can sort of get really overcomplicated and you can get kind of get taken in a direction you didn't mean to go if you don't have the why locked in, right? So the why can be, you know, you want to have an event that really incorporates your entire family. So the family being there together to celebrate, you know, the changing of your families and the bringing together and all of that that can be like a big part of your why. And then that would dictate how your wedding goes. Okay. It's going to matter if everyone can attend. It's going to matter if it's accessible and a date that works for the family, right? Like that's going to drive a lot. If your why is more about a location, then that's going to drive it. And it's less about accommodating a certain group of people. It's more about like really honoring 
this place that is meaningful to you. So again, that can go in a million different directions, but I love to get the why really honed in. And I feel like I'm always using this concept of why. One of my favorite coaching tools is the five whys, where you just continue to ask yourself, okay, why, 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 to really get down to the crux of the matter and what are your like deepest motivators. Um, and once you're sort of onto yourself and know that about yourself, it's so, so helpful because sometimes we are operating with these sort of mandates and these feelings of things we have to do, but we haven't really figured out why. And sometimes the why is just like, because I feel like everybody else is, or I don't want to be judged. And then you can say, is that a good enough reason? And then make a change from there. Um, And so it's a great form of self-discovery. And again, understanding your intention, your motivation, all of that stuff, the why is key. And then there's the moment that we can get too stuck in that, right? And sometimes the path of least resistance is going back to the what and just asking yourself, okay, what needs to happen? And sort of getting out of the why, because sometimes if you're super introspective and you're very emotional and you're very relational, you can get mired down in like, why did this happen? I need to understand the why. And that's not always going to serve us, especially in wedding planning, when we kind of get one pass through, right? It's really great if you're going to iterate and do these things over and over again to understand the why. And so in some ways that can help us like, okay, let's identify this pattern, this argument with our mother-in-law, this conflict with our fiance, this issue with money. Okay. That's probably going to come back up moving forward. So let's understand the why. But then there are aspects of wedding planning that you're not going to do again that are pretty event specific and situationally oriented that we don't need to go too deep on why because we want to just figure out what needs to happen. And sometimes too, there is this, the way that this guy on TikTok, which I try to find it again to give credit. And of course I cannot find it. That's the problem with that stream. It moves so fast. It's like, you can never get back. I got to like save these things better. Anyway, one of the things they were saying is that like, sometimes we can, we can use the why against ourselves and make it like this intense, like, why did I do this? Why is this happening? Why is my mother-in-law doing this? you know, over and over about like, whether it's um, circumstances like weather or logistics that are really problematic, whether your wedding planner is letting you down, no matter what it is, sometimes we can get stuck on the why when really we need to just stick to the what. What do I need now? What needs to happen now? What is the impact of this? What is the solution? And really staying at the what level can also be the most self-loving and protective thing that you can do because getting stuck and jammed in the why when it's kind of a road to nowhere is just so heavy and so punishing and going to leave you stuck and depleted and exhausted. I've had, I can't tell you how many brides that get really caught up in why their wedding planner is maybe not writing back. And they get, I mean, they'll spend hours trying to like extrapolate some big story and figure it all out and connect these dots and over-personalize it or, right? It's just your fear and your anxiety can go way down this why thing. Or why does my mother-in-law insist on wearing this color or wanting this reading? And 
and it gets into like, well, then we're creating like this entire narrative that involves this power struggle. And it can just get really big when we let ourselves be convinced that we need this why really figured out. And we forget to just take that step back and just look like, okay, well, what's being asked? Okay, well, she's asking to wear this color or have this reading or incorporate this takeaway gift or this appetizer. Is it really that big a deal? If you so maybe the what is that she wants attention or she wants to be part of it or that she wants decision making power, she wants to sort of flex or she wants to do something, she wants to show off, whatever it is she wants to do. Okay, even if you don't like the why, can you live with the what? I think sometimes that's really the question. I think sometimes I see my brides getting really, really stuck and really, really stubborn in not allowing people to be involved or people to do different things during the wedding process because they don't like the why of it and they're suspicious of it and it feels kind of icky. But really when I'm like, okay, you are all in that and feeling it, but like as an outsider, it seems like so not a big deal. The what of it, what they're asking for, what they're wanting seems like an easy place to give um, out of graciousness and respect. The what is just right there in front of them. And they're like, yeah, I guess that's true, right? They lose just the simplicity of what for the why. I think sometimes we do this with our own self-care. And it's like, instead of analyzing, well, why am I so tired? And why am I run down? And why is it? It's like, what do I need? I need a rest. I need help. I need this. I need that, right? We see it with the friendships. Why hasn't my friend answered the group chat about the bachelorette party? You can really go down the why rabbit hole, especially in those interpersonal relationships where those friendships where the stakes are really high and things are really intense. And maybe you've done so much for her around her wedding and now it's your turn and you're not good. We can go really deep on the why in our own brain and get so overwhelmed and convoluted and turned inside out when really we could say like, well, what is it that I want? What is it that they need? What is it that's going on? What are the real facts, right? Returning to the what before we go down the why rabbit hole. So that's really just something I've been also just trying to turn towards myself so much with just like habits that I want to start or projects that I want to get going and I haven't. And then it's like, okay, why? But it's also like, okay, there's that conversation. And that also becomes a barrier because I tell myself this lie that I have to figure out why I haven't before I then can. And sometimes it's just as simple as like, well, what could I do? What could I do to just take a step in the direction of my dream? What could I do next? What would make it easy? What would make it possible? What's available to me now? Those very, it's just funny how it just really opens up a path of easy, simple, basic choices. It's just, it's just the classic being very thoughtful and introspective and careful and caring and responsible. All of those kind of people and those kind of traits, it's such a beautiful, wonderful place to be in a lot of ways and a lot of parts of your life. But then it can also, of course, like everything, it can be your Achilles heel. It has a shadow side. And that can be that it just drains you, gets you way too deep inside your own mind and gets you overcomplicating 
what can be very, very simple. And you know me, I love simple, elegant solutions. And so today's simple, elegant solution for you to think about just again, it's like a little filter that you could just like pass things through. Are you being really stuck in the why? Or are you just asking yourself what, what, what needs to happen? What's next? It's funny too, when I'm thinking of wedding planning, it's like, as I've talked about before, people try to get so much of their personalities infused into their weddings and like make it this big personification of who they are and their relationship and their journey and their passions and their values and all these things. And I think that can be so fun and so great, but it can also be a lot and a really making it more complicated than what it needs to be. And if you just break it down to like, what do we need in a wedding? We need the two of us. We need an officiant. We need some flowers. We need some rings. We need some vows. We need some dancing. We need some food. Like you just, if you just get to the what really you want to see, what is the basics. And then again, using your why as an anchoring point, but not letting it make the what get lost in translation. And as I'm saying that now, I'm getting lost in translation, but I hope that this, again, as much as I've told you to ask yourself why today, I'm asking you to just ask yourself what, what needs to happen for yourself, for your loved ones, for your projects, for your wedding. Just, okay, what, what is it? And then take that next simple step forward. So if you want some one-on-one help, I am here for you. Reach out to me at caramoreen at gmail or over on my website, caramoreen.com. You can find me. Of course, I'm on Instagram, always available for questions there and on TikTok. And until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.